Hello, podcast listeners. Thank you for still listening to my podcast. I can't appreciate you more. Uh, you guys are awesome. And this week's episode, I was interviewing Emre and we talked a little bit about the female speedrun scene and how it's developing. And we also talked a lot about general things in the speedrunning community. Yeah, if you want to see the perspective of a female speedrunner in our community, how it is to stream and what problems they had to face in the past, give it a listen. I think yeah, the speedrun community is like very open-minded nowadays but yeah in the past it has been a little rough so i think it's it's quite interesting to see how it, how we have developed over the time and uh yeah some some interesting things please support emre she's an awesome streamer and yeah let, let's go right to the episode hello everybody my name is flash and today i have emre here with me emre speedruns hollow knight and and pokemon games but she will introduce herself better than i can so he- hello emre how how can you introduce yourself Hi, I'm Emre. I uh, speedrun for a living. Uh, he awesome. basically said I, I run Hollow Knight Pokemon, mostly Hollow Knight these days. Um, I don't know, that's basically it. Yeah, <laughs> I main I main 1xx category, so I, I really like completion in speedrunning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like actually the first uh, woman or girl in in our podcast, which is like something special because today we want to talk about the minority of female in the speedrun scene and how it happened or is there anything special we need to know about it. But we will also talk about Emre as a person and as a streamer, as you just heard, she's full-time streaming basically, which is like awesome. A lot of people try to do that. So yeah, Emre, can you just start with how you got into the speedrunning scene and how you like what you speedrun, how you got to these different games and where it all started, that would be perfect, just as a better, more deep this, introduction. This goes so far back, you have no idea. So yeah, go, go ahead. I was I was 16 years old and I had a Windows XP timer on my computer and I played The Lion King. On the old the one for the Super computer. Nintendo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I like timed my, and I was so proud. I think my PV was like 23 minutes or something. And I didn't find out what speedrunning was until like 2015. And okay. yeah, and I was a Domino's manager. So like we, we had to like race against the clock. And my PB with making a large pepperoni pizza is like 26 seconds, which is really <laughs> good. And so whenever I discovered speedrunning was actually a thing, I was like, holy heck, I'm born for this. This is like my, my life. That sounds so cool, man. <laughs> yeah, and and like like you were saying about uh, women in speedrunning, um, I was really intimidated because the first game that I like really got into was Banjo Tooie, mm-hmm. and it is a an entirely male community, and it's still kind of like that to this day. So I was really intimidated. I didn't let anybody know, but every now and then I would say something in PG's chat, and they were like, "Who's this person? They don't. How do they know so much about the game?" Okay. <laughs> and like I was just like running in private and. Eventually, like many years later, I started running Pokemon and I started actually streaming my runs and taking it more seriously. And I ended up becoming one of the top Pokemon X speedrunners. Okay. And kind of gone from there since. So yeah, that's my that's my history with <laughs> speedrunning. Okay, cool. Yeah, you just you just said it. Even like you you had you were intimidating in the beginning because like yeah, I think I can't really describe it and I don't know how much of a hassle it can be because I'm I'm male I have no idea how it feels to be a female in a such male dominated community but um yeah I think you can explain it better like how 
how much of a problem can it be to get just get into the community itself because like in the beginning you don't know anybody but you are also just typing in the internet or on discord nowadays or in twitch chat so how was that in the beginning for you and did it actually uh made it harder for you to speedrun or to enjoy this hobby so i this is good advice in general on the internet um so like part of the issue for me was being in these chats and seeing how these these guys interacted with each other and how they talked about women in general uh just made me uncomfortable i'd rather them not know that i'm even a girl mm -hmm. and not know anything about me and not know who i am like i was happier just minding my business and doing my thing and really in the end that's what speedrunning should be like you shouldn't have to make it I mean, being part of a community is obviously really important, but if that's something that you want to do, you should absolutely go for it no matter what. Um, but I feel like this day and age, like that was many years ago. It's been five years since then. This I feel like the speedrunning community overall has become a lot more accepting. Um, going into Frank Fatales, there is a large percentage of the speedrunning community that are trans and yeah. people are becoming more accepting of these people as they should be. Um, because of the exposure and having these people active in the community and having uh, different events that, you know, put these communities on a pedestal and introduce you to them. Yeah, yeah, I think the, just in general, we can see that the entire world slowly but surely is shifting more towards like everything is more equal and this entire transgender is getting more of a normal thing nowadays. It's like, yeah, it's also good to see that it's happening in these more special communities like gaming and not just in the outside yes. world um you said one thing i i was like actually about to mention or to ask about because speedrunning is like obviously having being part of a community is great but speedrunning is a hobby you can perfectly just grind out by yourself i mean you just compare yourself to your own and to grind it out on your own so would you recommend if people are too scared to get into a community if that's nowadays still a thing we will get into that a little bit later but would you recommend just from right now that when you want to speed run but you are too scared because you are a girl or trans um to to get into a community like would you uh recommend them to avoid it or should they try it at least if they want to speed run like there i know are, there are definitely communities available for everyone these days like for instance the frame fatales actually has a discord and mm -hmm. there's tons of people uh they have a chat called find me a game they have chats for every different type of game that you can think of and people are there to help you out and you know help figure out what resources you need and on top of that they have individual speedrunning communities for instance the hollow knight discord has an entire section at the bottom devoted entirely to speedrunning we have like multiple speedrunning chats yeah um so there are resources available. Like if you don't want to be part of a community, I mean, you can go to speedrun.com. You can find guides. Um, literally just ask one person. Uh, Flesh and I know each other because I'm the only person who routed and ran the Switch versions of Hollow Knight. And yeah. Flesh, Flesh runs the, the Switch version. Um, so, I mean, there's always at least one person or usually at least one person that has those resources and shouldn't really be scared to reach out to them okay cool so you said in the past it was like really or more difficult for you to be a part of the community has this changed over the past years or yeah is is that 
like how has it changed because you already mentioned that it has changed but how has it changed and what is it now a lot more easier and why there's definitely a lot more women in the speedrunning community just across the board um especially in indie stuff like colonate however I am still the only, single only, top Pokemon speedrunner who is a girl. Literally the only one. They they actually told me whenever I got Pokemon Sword or Pokemon Shield into Frame Fatales, they were like, we need this in there. Because <laughs> they've never had like a big Pokemon run because nobody who's a girl runs Pokemon at all. So like there are still communities that it's lacking in. And I feel like it's those older communities like Pokemon where like all of the top runners are men and they've been around forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just not a lot of women that can break into that pack, you know? And I think you can see that a lot with like Banjo, like I mentioned earlier, uh, probably Mario games. I can't even think of a single top Mario speedrunner who's a woman. I, I mean, off the top of my head. I, I know some women who are more involved into the Mario community, like Skyblitz. But I don't yeah, know if she I'm... speed runs it or like Kelpsy is also like in this older Zelda community more involved. But yeah, there it's still like a few single hand people or yeah, yeah are involved, which is like kind of a thing. Yeah, so I, I think we're seeing a lot of growth uh, with women in the indie communities for sure. And I'm just kind of hoping that that will expand towards the older games. It It is mm-hmm. a little bit difficult to break into the pack just in general as a speedrunner whenever whenever you're just starting out and nobody knows who you are and you're still learning nobody really takes you seriously so it's a little bit difficult there's still a lot of like in general not even with being a woman uh being respected as a speedrunner and i think that's something that we all need to work on as speedrunners like not alienating new people, you know, because I mean, somebody comes in and asks a dumb question. Sometimes we laugh at them and it's yeah. like, should because, probably not laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely a problem because I feel like for so many speedrunners, those questions are like so obvious that they find it it's more a troll or unreasonable to ask those yeah. things. But if people really want to get started with speedrunning, they have like zero idea, then it's like kind of tough. I, I can agree on that. Yeah. I, I didn't have that many problems for whatever reason to get into it. Like when I back then, when I started with speedrunning, I, I kind of find it very welcoming. But maybe you have other experience. Like, do you want to share any experience? Uh, you don't have to, obviously, but do you want to share any experience where you'd like, uh, where it was like really, really tough to get into it and you felt like uncomfortable and like how to, how we could avoid it. So we have like something to, to put an example out. Mm. Not sure that I have any stories. That's fine. <laughs> I just <laughs> just want to ask it. Um, okay, then. Uh, is is there any like major difference being a girl in the in the speedrunning and streaming scene? Because I can see it being a difference, but I obviously can't experience it firsthand myself. So, there you are there for that. So, can you can you explain and describe that? That is a loaded one. I I think it's mostly being a female streamer in general. Mm -hmm. Like, at least once a week, at least. Sometimes it's multiple times a day. Someone comes into my chat and says, you're a girl. Like, nope. Wait, am I allowed to curse? (laughs) Yeah, you're allowed to curse. Like, don't worry. I should have said that. No fucking shit, Sherlock. Of course I'm a girl. (laughs) Like, of course. Why is that relevant to literally anything? I don't understand. But, I I mean, 
uh, seeing a, a girl who's a top runner is kind of, and I see it happen to Seth too. Seth's another top pollinate runner mm-hmm. who happens to be a girl, and I, I see it in her chat sometimes. I think it's, the the biggest there's a lot of pressure on how we look as well, which is really frustrating because I don't, I'm a speedrunner, dude. I don't want to. I don't want to have to care about that. I'm worried about my PP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all are worried about our PP. I, I sometimes also, like, I, I literally never care how I look on stream. Sometimes I'm, like, a little shy to turn on my, my webcam, but that's about it. But, yeah, I think I think most gamers or people on Twitch are still, like, uh, it sounds super stupid, but they're... They are so not used to seeing a girl around that space that they are like more excited or more surprised by it than making it look normal. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. It t- totally what you said, I can totally see that happening a lot and I can totally see myself saying that like in my head or like just in the chat. Like maybe a few years ago, I would have definitely want- been one of the people who just said, oh my God, you are a girl. But nowadays I know it's kind of yeah. rude. Uh but yeah, it's like, I don't know. <laughs> we don't mean it rude. Like, I wouldn't mean it rude, but I, it, how rude is it really for, for you? If that's like something I'm allowed to ask. <laughs> at this point, it's a funny laugh. And okay. usually the chat laughs at them with me. <laughs> like, that's nice. We've kind of gotten used to it. I, I mean, I've had a lot of growth since Frame Fatals. And um, I've noticed obviously, that. most of those people know that I'm a girl because. They came from Frame Fatals, which is a woman exclusive speedrunning event. So there's been a little bit less of it, but like sometimes some some weeks are way worse than others, where uh, people come in and they say something harassing or that that's just being a female streamer on Twitch. It doesn't really have anything to do specifically with the speedrunning community, I'd say, mm-hmm. because I've seen it happen to a lot of my friends, like in the shiny hunting community and stuff like that. Because before I was a speedrunner, I was a shiny hunter on Twitch. That's what I used to do. Okay. And um, like Pokemon shiny hunting. Mm-hmm. And so I've seen it happen with a lot of people just in general. Just women on Twitch get a lot of weird comments and things of the like. I think it just comes with the territory. And most of us are just kind of used to it and either laugh it off or just their mods instantly ban or however the streamer themselves chooses to handle it. Mm-hmm. And is there like, like, what do you think do we need to do to change this? Or is it just going to happen over the years? Like the more the female scene is growing, the more like people are just accepted and don't bother like talking about it. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. It's just in time, as we see more women successful in esports and gaming and speedrunning, people just become more accustomed to it. It won't be that weird anymore. Nobody goes, a woman politician. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like. Nowadays, not, no. It'll just come with time. Okay. But there, there, you, you would totally agree that there's still like some, is like, that is like, I would call minor sexism, but is there still like major sexism going on in, in the scene or in the, or on Twitch? Like, let, let's say on Twitch, obviously, yes, I think there's so many jerks probably, but is there major sexism going on in the speedrunning scene itself? Like when you interact with other speedrunners, like via Discord or whatever? I don't think so. I think 
99.99% of the people that I interact with are good, genuinely good people that mean well. Um, there's there's always that one asshole, but like, yeah, I, I think I think that in the grand scheme of things, sexism isn't really a huge deal. I see a lot more hate towards trans people. Yeah, um, if we're talking about like actual discrimination and things things like that. I can't list off how many times I saw in the Frank Patel's chat uh, someone saying something like, why is this guy on the mic? And it's just like, why do you think <laughs> it's not a guy? <laughs> yeah, course. I, I've, like, I've and, experienced that hate myself, like because a lot of my closer friends are trans or like, yeah, I, I've known so many and like all of them ex experience and tell like horrible stories and i don't get it why people are like taking so much effort in just not caring about that shit it's like absurd yeah I i'm not sure i don't really understand it personally but i had a lot of experience with it whenever i was younger so maybe uh, personally i feel like we should you know be patient and educate people rather than alienating them and you know insulting them for their hate and you know try to teach them through love that's how that's how i personally try to handle things so i'm not that streamer that bans i usually try to talk through it or make a joke about it something like that yeah to try to like because you know a lot of people discriminate because of preconceived notions or whatever they may have been taught and the only way to unteach that is by showing someone that it's not true or it's not accurate. And you can't do that by making them hate you. Yeah, so. <laughs> that that will make the complete opposite effect, I believe. Yeah. They, will, they will start hating that more. Yeah, I think so, that's that's the biggest... No, no, go ahead. Oh, th that's just... Uh, I was just going to... Okay. <laughs> then, uh, yeah, no, what I want to say is I think the biggest reason why trans is still like for so many people, like something to, you know, insult or to don't understand is because we never teach them what it is. Like I got, I got, uh, introduced to the transgender world, like when I was 14 or something. Um, because one of my closer friends, like, uh, turned to trans. Uh, I don't know if you say that that correct way, but I, I'm bad at English sometimes. <laughs> Sorry. Understood. But yeah. Um, and ever since, like, my parents don't really get it. And, like, so many people, so many people around my age don't get it, which is, like, I don't know. It's it's weird. But I think, yeah, we just need to teach them that it's something normal. And I think that can only happen over the time, the more normal it becomes. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't, don't insult people because of their gender. Gender is something very not complicated but like yeah just just don't do it that that's all we want to say here okay uh you talked a lot about frame fatales what it was what is it and like what was your experience with that event because uh yeah i think you can explain it better than i can so just go so, ahead frame fatales is an all women speedrunning event held by gdq this was actually the first frame fatales that was held for a charity event uh we raised over fifty thousand dollars for the malala fund um, That's I ran more than three different. <laughs> that, wow. Yeah, no, we like um, we had the the biggest German marathon raised only like seven thousand or something. Wow. But I ran three different runs. Uh, the first one was Hollow Knight All Skills for the Switch version. I saw that. Um, one. That one was a lot of fun. I was actually very close to my world record in oh, that cool. run. 
it was really good. I, I almost got a fucking world record. Yeah, I, I, I saw the time. Like, it was really good. Yeah, it was like 40 seconds off or something. Um, the second run that I did was Evergate. Evergate is an amazing game. Um, the developers are amazing. Um, they've, they've worked very closely with the speedrunning community. They recruited speedrunners to be their alpha testers, which is how I got a copy of the game. And That's really cool. It. It's actually not even out yet. It should be out very, very soon. Uh, they they were going to release on the 15th of February and decided to hold off for an official release instead because they were just going to do early access and then release it again mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was that was a really great run. That's the only one so far that I've rewatched, and I think I did a pretty good job with commentary. Uh, I was also on site. They flew me out to the studio to do that run and the finale run, which was Pokemon uh, Pokemon Shield. Um, I was very, very tired for Pokemon Shield. Uh, the people in the studio were absolutely incredible. Uh, most of us were going on basically no sleep. Uh, and they were just continuing to put on this amazing show and mm-hmm. do amazing work. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, my Pokemon run had a $2,000 goal to play with the Pokemon and we managed to hit it like right before. So we got to play with Eternatus and Exedrill and Arcanine <laughs> and we made curry. It was fun. <laughs> that sounds cool. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think that shows that there is definitely a lot of energy and people who want to make such events because yeah, I think you, you just said it, you were so tired. That remembers me to one of my marathons where like I drew, I, I, I traveled to Luxembourg, which is like that small country besides Germany. And I, I had like four hours sleep and then like the entire morning and the other people never really slept or it's like, it's so crazy, but still it was like a really fun event and you're so happy when it's over. And I think that's like one thing the speedrunning scene is like really good at. Like we have the energy to just, you know, raise money for a charity out of nowhere, basically at the, at this point. Which is like really really cool. Um, yeah. You have been also to GDQs. Like, how was that event, and what were like the major differences? Between I've only fr- been to a GDQ. Frame uh, Fatales isn't an official event. They yeah, wanted me on site so that I could be the finale runner. They wanted the finale runner on site. Uh, most of the people there were volunteers or tech. Mm-hmm. Um, HGDQ is an actual like huge event. Obviously, yeah. thousands of people. Everybody um, knows about AGQ yeah. nowadays. Even people who yeah, don't exactly. know what a- what speedrunning is, though, hey, AGQ is that charity thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Warclub ran Pokemon X, and I went so that I could couch for him with Pulse Effects and Etiquette mm-hmm. and Keys. And we had a good time. Uh, AGDQ was held right across from Super Saiyan. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. You should look it up if you've never heard of it. Um, it is a ramen and pho restaurant that is dragon ball z everything and they have like (laughs) all of these different paintings they have like every collectible you could ever think of i have so many pictures it was amazing and the art in there was a lot better than the food no offense but (laughs) we we got to go there (laughs) it was like walking distance it was fun cool yeah just just go ahead tell me what what else you experienced there because i think a lot of people don't get the insights what happens on a gdq event and i would love to hear from that I'm not gonna lie to you. It was ninety percent walking around and hugging people. Yeah, uh, I, I hear that <laughs> a lot. Some people, some people don't even like 
I, I didn't even recognize some people like headstrong. Um, she was in the arcade. I, I walk into the arcade with one of my friends or something. We were looking for someone. I don't, that's, that's what it's like. What I just did, that's AJDQ. You don't know what's happening. Everything's confusing and there's people everywhere. And she's just like, Oh, Emory. Like she recognized my hat. Like most of the people who recognize me recognize my hat. That's why I always wear this public. If I ever go to like an event. That's but, cool. Yeah, that's that's pretty much signature, how I Signature signature yeah. accessory. Yeah. <laughs> Just running into random people and hanging out with them for a little bit. Um there was like one party. Of course there were parties at these places, but I was like, heck that, I'm 90. I want to go to bed. <laughs> so I ended up not doing anything extra. I was only there for a couple of days. So okay. I, I not, mostly not the full went event. to support Wartab. Um Maybe I might go to SGDQ, but with the whole thing going on with Corona, I'm not sure if it's a good idea because I have an yeah. autoimmune disease. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm actually in the high risk group, so I should probably not go to any events for the time being. But I I did submit um, Hollow Knight, um, Pantheon Five, the same run that I did for GDQ Hotfix a couple of weeks ago. So maybe if they go semi online. Uh, I'm really hoping that's what they decide to do is go semi-online right now because mm -hmm. of everything going on in the world. Yeah. Like there are some countries that have actually barred off international travel, such as Australia. So there are people in Australia that have submitted to SGDQ that physically won't be able to go if they were to get in. So yeah, also like I think currently like no European country but the UK is allowed to travel to America, for example. Like for the yeah, I don't know when when Donald uh, announced it, but it was not too long ago that we were blocked off for thirty days, and like yeah, this entire world is currently like kind of going downwards. So I, I, we don't know what the future holds on, but yeah, it's it's kind of cruel. But I mean, mm. yeah. We we still make online marathons. Like I've seen a ton of speedrunners willing to do an online marathon just to provide like charity for COVID nineteen research, which is like amazing. Um, yeah, there are a lot of little bitty charities going on right that now. That is so cool, and like charity streams and all of that. Like obviously, it's like really difficult right now for anybody to make any money or living a normal life. Like the entire industry is kind of shutting down. I don't know how it is for mm -hmm. you, but it's like really difficult right now to to live a normal life, if that makes any sense. Like school is closing. I am very fortunate to be. I'm not in school. I yeah. don't have a normal job. I stream for a living, so I mean, this doesn't impact me in a financial way, but it impacts a lot of the people that I see on a daily basis, and um, I I know that people need help right now. So these types of charities are exciting to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we went, went a little bit off topic here, but I think it's yeah, fine. <laughs> a little. We went off topic a couple of times. Um, uh, are there actually any advantages being a girl in this community? Because we haven't talked about any good thing yet, which is kind of missing. Um, um, not... <laughs> I, I don't know, I just want to throw in a random question, so don't don't worry if you can't answer it right away. I mean, it it is helpful to be different. That's in general. I believe true. Um, I I think that there are probably some people that watch me because I'm a girl and I have a softer voice and it can be comfy and pleasant. Just you know, mm -hmm. but 
I mean, I can't really confirm, but I feel like there probably are some people that watch me because I'm a girl. From, from the point of view of a male, I can probably confirm that there are some people who watch you because you are a girl. Yeah, <laughs> if it, that doesn't sound insulting, please don't don't get me wrong here. No, it's fine. Okay, cool. Um, before we going to close off, um, because like the main topic was still like making sure that female people who listen to this um, get an idea of our community and know that it's welcoming. If you have anything more encouraging to say that like welcomes those people, then please do it now. And I think that will wrap up the episode. Well, um, I just you can also think about it a little bit if you want to. D don't hesitate. <laughs> Just to basically summarize, um, if you want to be a speedrunner, uh, there are plenty of resources available. Just go to speedrun.com, uh, research your game, watch videos on YouTube, watch, uh, find streamers on Twitch, uh, listen to what they have to say, learn from them, uh, join Discord communities, reach out. And if you don't want to be part of a community, find someone in that community that you can trust and try to get information from. and you can easily teach yourself how to speedrun. Uh, it's just supposed to be a fun thing. You don't have to come out of the gate being like a top runner or anything yeah. like that. Like there's there's one guy in the holiday community right now. His name's Zaliant. Zaliant is amazing. He's actually found a lot of new optimizations and things like that. Oh, I think he I, hasn't I heard finished of, a run. Of that person. Yeah, <laughs> he won't finish a run. It's like Zaliant. You don't have to be a god. <laughs> like it's... just do a speedrun. <laughs> The Celeste community has like a, a similar phenomenon. Like we have so many IL runners who are like literally gods, but they never finish a full run. But they're like wow. so good in individual levels. Like the best players for the first for for they're nearly the best players for every chapter are people who don't run the full game. Yeah, that's like I'm, really yeah. crazy. And they also like figure out a lot of stuff. Like one guy figured out like a lot of major glitches, and he's like not really a Celeste runner himself. But he figures wow. out every glitch that is like very useful nowadays. <laughs> nice. Um, cool. Yeah, don't don't hesitate. Speedrunning is very accessible. I think that's something a lot of people get wrong. You don't need to worry about the right game. Just pick a game you like, and there will be a speedrun for it. Exactly. And I think that that will wrap it up. It's a little shorter episode, but I hope you liked it. And uh, thank you, Emery, for being here. Hope you enjoyed it. Check out her stream. She's a full-time streamer, so she needs your support, basically. So <laughs> and her, her stream is really entertaining, believe me. And uh, yeah, I think we'll see us in the next episode and see you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening. And if you want to learn more about the speedruns, Emery is actually speedrunning because we haven't talked about that. You can listen to the episodes I recorded with visuals. I think it's like two or three episodes before this one. Um, we talked about Hollow Knight and RNG in speedruns, very relevant topics. Uh, also, Emre can relate to. So, if you're interested in uh, speedruns, Emre speedruns, then uh, go check that episode out. And yes, please support Emre. Um, she's an amazing streamer. She's one of my better friends in the speedrunning community. And yeah, she's she's awesome. Hope you liked the episode and see you next week with another one. Hopefully I can get one out till next week. But yeah, see you and bye.